What was you finna say? <laughs> no, should have gave me all the instructions before I, I record. We live now. It's we over. Lied. It's over. So it's, 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 it's in God's hands at this right. point. Right. Okay? Jesus grabbed the I wheel. Jesus <laughs> grabbed the wheel because, you know, niggas be traveling, niggas be forgetting cords, but, you know, we figure out a setup either way. Luckily, mm. you know, mm. I'm in LA with, my, with Matthew's sister and fiance, and they do music. And so, you know, we got a new little mic. Should he got the uh, road situation, got the whole ass. Uh, I got uh, filter on this bitch. Like, listen, let's let's hear some bars, Courtney. Let's uh, go. Don't yeah. tempt me. Okay. Let's go. Don't tempt me. Okay. <laughs> I love it. Here? I love it. How y'all feeling? It's another episode of the Runners Club podcast. Oh, right. yeah, yeah, we yeah. here. We with it. It's in. It's <laughs> LA Courtney. You <laughs> feel me? Yeah. I'm, I'm LA Courtney. Yeah, LA Courtney with it. How you feeling? How that sun treating you? You look at no, you got a little tan. What's going on? No, this is just a glow because I woke up this morning because it's actually 8.25 a.m. <laughs> in LA right now. So I just got up. I just washed my face. This is that like serum glow. Trying to get Ooh. as much sun as I can while I'm here for the week. Um, but I, yeah, you know, enjoying it. The sun is different. The air is different. The freaking vegetation is different. Went on a walk the other day and it was like, like wow, what is that flower? Wow, look at that tree. It's blooming and it's purple. It's just crazy. Crazy. Uh, uh. Giving me life. Yeah, I'm really enjoying it. <sighs> I, love it. I love it. I love it. I'm with you though. I, I, I've been up. I've been up since 4.45 a.m. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I'm, I met Rosalie uh, and Christine at, uh, at the track for a speed workout. Okay. Um, okay. That was fun. Came home, did lower body strength. And then I just, I just fucking lollygagged around the house talking to Bay on FaceTime, ate breakfast, and then I took a shower like six minutes ago. <laughs> Word. Yeah, you still got that do-rag on, so you laying some down. You feel me? You feel me? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't, I ain't trying to do no waves, but, you know. You getting something gotta, together on gotta, Easter. Your boy been using a number two guard on his head, so, you know, I need the do-rag to help me lay it down a little bit more. Give lay it that it look, you know, give it a little pressure. Lay it down. You feel me? I love it. I love it. Did you did you get any miles while you've been out there? you just been on some chilling. Uh, you know, I haven't ran yet, but I did get a couple, like a few miles in. I, I think about like three, four miles yesterday on my walk, you know, doing some. But the thing is, is a walk in L.A. is not a walk in Chicago. Like you're going incline a lot. You're like it's been, walking in the streets of L.A. is like going on a hike. Oh, my God. You know, like there's <laughs> always going to be ups and downs. And you're like, yeah, it's not it's just not a simple stroll. It's like, a, OK, I started to feel it in my glutes a little bit. Mm-hmm. So. Well, uh, it's because I know LA is huge. Like, do you feel comfortable saying sharing what part of LA you in? I'm around the Miracle Mile, is what it's okay. called. Um, which is hilarious because there's one in Chicago. <laughs> now, that's a magnificent map, right? Just kidding. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Miracle Mile is what's in LA, and it's kind of it's cute. It's 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 a mix of people out here. Um, it's close, like there's not a lot of neighborhoods that are walkable in LA, which is something that I'm like, kind of, why was that mean? Like, you can't just 
not there's you it's really special when you find a neighborhood that you can walk out your front door and like go to target go to the grocery store you usually have oh, to yeah, yeah. in your car yeah, yeah. and like then go somewhere um yeah. so yeah, and that's I mean, wild so because it's sunny right as hell. It's walkable. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's sunny as hell, but then at the same time, it's very residential and neighborhoody to the sense where, like, but like, yeah, it, but it's so spread out. It's so spread out that like you have to get in your car most of the time. Yeah, that's wild because um, I I just feel like it should be more like it 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 just feels to me like LA should California just period should be more neighborhood centric and walkable and chillable because it's year round decent ass weather. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, I don't know. I don't know. That sounds wild to me. I I haven't been to Cali, so I I need to get out there and and see what's popping. I would love for you to come out to Cali and for me to see it your first time out in Cali. (laughs) I want to be here when you first land and start talking shit. Oh yeah, you already know. And then still come back tan. You know what I'm like? Talking hella shit. Hell yeah, we got downtown of LA versus downtown of Chicago. Hey, the whole hey, thing everybody was talking about. Only Chicago people go to other cities and then. Uh, I was just gonna say that. Okay, yeah. I get it. Get yeah, it. we judging. Right, y'all had right the first uh, skyscraper Chicago and been doing it big ever since. On that shit, mm-hmm. they want to be consistent, and I get it. We That's a blueprint. All these other cities got to get it together. You like, oh, we downtown. Nick, what? This is like High Park. What are you talking about? Like, this ain't downtown. Like, come on. I don't. You say what? Don't ever come to Minnesota. Oh yeah, Minnesota. Minnesota got a strip, right? No, I mean it's a downtown. It's not like just a thing. It's a. We have buildings. We have skyscrapers. Y'all have a skyline. Yes. I'm gonna see. This is why I said you can't come because you already talking shit. I'm asking. I'm this inquiring. Family minds would like to know. They're like a skyline. Would, y'all, would they put show downtown on a postcard? Yes. You sure it's not a bridge? We have really beautiful buildings. Yeah, it's the whole thing. I'll I'll okay. I'll send it. I'm just saying. I don't need. Look, Minnesota got it. It's the mini apple, mini apples. Okay, it's got things happening. The vibrant artistic community, you know what I mean. The vibes is right out there. You just gotta, it's yeah. Do you want us? You can't come wanna, in hating. You cannot come in hating with the heat. Do you want like, us to cut that take out? Do you want us to cut the mini no, apple take out? Like no, because that's what are they you say. sure? That's what they say. Are you the, sure? Look. You gonna stand behind that? You gonna stand on that mini apple? <laughs> that's what they call it. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I'm not saying. I mean, look. It's as far as biggest city in the country, right? It's New York, LA, then Chicago. So also, when when you talk and shit, if you come to LA, just know LA is bigger than Chicago at the end of the day. It's bigger. It's just different. Since when? When did that happen? Since, when did that happen? Since for a long time. I don't. I don't recall. I don't Chicago's recall. Chicago's the third I mean, largest city, not the second. Mm. Look it up. Look it up. Are they including like mountain ranges and like bobcats out there? Like, it's what not just doing? space. It's what are they counting? Like, it's also the Hollywood about, sign like, don't count. It's also it's not just the, it's it's not just space landmass. It's about like the economy as well, the population, and LA's. They ain't got no water. On that. There's literally the ocean. Yeah, but you can't drink that shit. I mean, yeah, like it's a desert. Yeah. 
I'm you just saying, Chicago Why got one. I go sit down at a table. They they make sure I don't see the bottom of the glass. Is all I'm saying. Matter of fact, let me go get my water. <laughs> Be careful. Sip it. <laughs> you gotta pace yourself, LA. Talking shit. <laughs> no, Shouts I don't out know to why I haven't had any today. <laughs> uh, I really don't. I, I'm I'm actually really happy right now. The sun was get, has been giving me life. I really do love LA. I'm, Some yeah. vitamin D. <laughs> all the all the vitamins. I love you. I'm love enjoying you. life. Life is good. I love that. I love that. I'm happy for okay. you. I'm happy for you, man. Because uh, I'm, I'm feeling real good. Me and uh, <laughs> me and my babe was talking this morning, mm-hmm. and she was telling me because you know she'd be concerned for me. You know what I'm saying? She'd be like, "Yo, I just want to make sure you healthy and you good." And I'd be like, "Baby, relax. I got this." Okay, you know what I'm saying? I'm just trying to let you know niggas okay. is doing shit out here. But no, um, so I have been for real about like running and strength training and doing this shit five, six days a week, like my daddy said. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like I am, I am you know what? Like you look I look a little tired though. I'm not so I see it in your eyes. You're putting in work, but are you oh yeah are you resting? Uh yeah, 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 yeah. No, I see like I, I made a mistake last night. I stayed up. I was watching a little okay. bit of extra anime, knowing damn well I had to be up at 4 45 this morning. So I'm gonna pay for it around 3 p.m. I'm gonna be at the store slumped. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm it's supposed to rain today. You know, don't nobody really buy running clothes on rainy days. I don't know why, but like So you're gonna be there. I'm gonna be there. <laughs> so slumped. Right. <laughs> I need to re- I need to replace that stool with a chair with a back in it. Yeah, but, you need uh, a share or something. Something. But you know, you know, she was just like, you know, make sure you get your rest days, you know, you're training hard, da 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 da. I don't you know no injury. And I'm like, and I had to tell her, like, yo, like one, I I I benefit right now from not having a race mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Two, mm-hmm. I've been running for four years. And the only time running has been challenging for me is my first marathon training. And what I have realized through wearing like my Fitbit, you know, Strava, even with the Whoop stuff, is that all of the running I've been doing in between my first marathon and and now, I have been maintaining my progress. I haven't truly been like um, pushing myself forward. I don't know what my upper limits are. Mm. I don't know if six days a week, off and on strength training, Upper body on Monday, lower body on Tuesday, da 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 through the rest of the week. Plus, mm-hmm. my regular running schedule is actually too much for me. I'm trying to see. And if it is, I can adjust because right. I don't have that crunch or that pressure of performing at a race. And so that's just where yeah. I am right now. It's just finding like your limits. Balls to the wall right now, like lifting, doing it all until I achieve some goals or I find out where my upper limit is. Where's the upper room? Right. You hear me? I'm here for it. So, uh, so do we, do we do we have a guest today? Um, we supposed to wait on wait uh, on check, us. Check that participant a uh, little situation <laughs> at the bottom. I, I, I checked the participant joint. It say two. Ain't okay. nobody done popped up talking about waiting in the room. You where know you at? People, where you at? They be mad late. Nah, I'm mad late. Love. No, I'm just like no, no, no. You're not late. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, you late. know we. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But uh, 
Oh, no, no, no. She's hopping on at uh, 845. Oh, oh, okay. Cool, cool, yeah. cool, cool. Listen. Uh, yeah. Talking, so, yeah, continue. No, nah, I mean, that's my, that's my piece because that's where we at with it. Like, like I'm t- when, I, when I tell you, like, at 33, mm-hmm. your boy trying to be in the best shape of his life. Mm-hmm. You, that's, that's where I'm at with it's it. When's your birthday? Know, April 5th. You was there. Yeah, you turned 33? Yeah. Okay, I thought you were talking about when I turned 33. No, I am. I'm I'm a whole ass 33 right now. Like He's in his G- Jesus year, y'all. You feel me? So I'm trying to make a miracle. You feel me? Like, <laughs> that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying you to know? part seeds, you know what I'm saying? Listen. And, and so, um, I mean, I do have a race at the end of the year. I'm trying to do with, uh, Aaron. with uh, Aaron. But... You know, that's, we all know that's that. slow. It's been part of the conversation. We know, buildable. Yeah, but that's like, it's slow, though. So I don't, I'm not trying to, like, run it fast. I just got to, yeah. like, I feel like those ultras, that long distance stuff, it has a lot to do. Of course, be in shape, train well, prepare for it. But it's it's so mental. Yeah. You know, you got to have the willpower to really push through those kind of... Uh, endurance. You feel me? So, and yeah. I, I, I'm in abundance of that. I feel like. <laughs> I know that's right. I'm in abundance I feel like I learned mental endurance before I even got into running. And that's How why I that? From just where? From, where do you think that's from? from? Honestly, from working and just, I've always been the type of person where I just like push through shit. Yeah. But that's just how I was raised. Like you just push through that shit. And then when it's done, it's done. But if it's not finished, you continue pushing through it. Yeah, there's a balance there that I've had to learn. Obviously, because mm-hmm. it can get unhealthy. But ultimately, I, I've always been I've been definitely raised with the mentality of like, no, you're if you start it, you finish it. If it's hard, then maybe take a breath for a second. But that doesn't mean we're stopping. Mm-hmm. So yeah, push through mental endurance. I love that. I love yeah. that because you it it does I think it does come from a lot of places. I mean, I don't I don't think I would be where I am right now if it wasn't for that mental toughness and stuff mm-hmm. like that cuz especially with running a business cuz what last year with the marathon was mentally emotionally draining just preparing and doing so much and then Mm-hmm. This year with, you know, trying to elevate my business to another level, you know, learning what I did right and wrong for my first year and trying to adjust so I can, you know, stay in business mm-hmm. has been really, really mentally tough and exhausting. But like you say, like you got to you got to get up every day and you got to show up and you got to like, you know, keep knocking down those tasks. I make time for myself. Like I said, last night, you know, me watching my little anime you know, is what helped recharge my batteries. You know, this weekend had Julius, August, and Zuri in here, you know, and that that recharged my batteries. So, you know, making that time and giving myself that mercy to not touch work. So then when I'm on that work, when I got that work in my hands, you know, I'm, I'm willing to really devote all of my attention and energy into completing whatever task is necessary, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Love that. So how are we how are we feeling? We need an update. We need an update. Where the hip at? Yeah, where's where's your hip at with it? 
Oh, my hip. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm like, uh, I talked to Coach Robin. I don't know if I said this on here already, but I talked to Coach Robin about like uh, running where like, first of all, Coach Robin has been my coach for a minute, but then like, I've never had the experience of having a coach. So I didn't, I never really understood like the right type of communication I needed to have with a coach and like when to communicate or like, yeah, just when and how. Um, Cause again, I wasn't like a, a, like a, I played sports in school, but I wasn't like a, an athlete like that. Um, mm. and in the way that like, that was uh, my life. It was like, Oh, I played volleyball in high school and, you know, did some cross country skiing and like, that was it. And, um, right. group sports. And so I kind of told Robin, like her and I connected and then I just, and she was just like, yeah. Like you, you can run, you know, it, like, cause I feel good running, but then at a certain point, that's when I start like feeling it. And so like uh, a couple of weeks ago I was running with the crew on, on, um, promontory point and like I was doing the three mile about two miles in, I started feeling it in my hip. And then as it, I started going from two to three miles, that's when I started feeling that sensation going from my hip down to my knee, wrapping around my knee. And so I had to like, kind of maintain and keep it slow. And and she just said, uh, coach Robin suggested that like, okay, first of all, don't run too slow because then your, your posture, your form starts to fall apart. And then, so she's like, you know, you want to, you don't want to be running slower than a 10. You probably should be between nine and 10 and, right. and she's like run seven minutes and then walk for three and then run seven minutes and then walk for three, like do a run walk. And I forgot even with obviously the certification that I have, I'd be forgetting stuff, you know, and sometimes I need things mm -hmm. told to me, like I need to coach just as much as anybody else. And so, um, just, that's where I'm at. I'm doing the run walk. I'm, and okay. I'm exploring that and, and also going for a lot of walks. And as I walk, just actively walking in a sense that like, I'm thinking about my form and thinking the way, like how I'm functioning, my body is functioning because I think like one walking is really underrated, um, mm -hmm. because it is an opportunity to just like slow it down to, uh, and like really tap into your movement. Um, yeah. you know, and like yesterday's walk was like an hour and a half. Like that's a walk. That's a whole ass walk. That's a whole fucking, <laughs> I walked show. around a whole ass. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And then at the end I was like, Ooh, I feel this shit. Like loose in my hamstrings. Cause you walking up hills in LA, like on the mm. regular walking up and down. So, um, yeah. Like that's kind of what I'm doing. Just trying to keep it slow. Also really working on like mobility. Like when I go to the gym, I start with mobility before I even hop on a treadmill or bike. And I've also been doing the rowing uh, machine a lot just to like really get the upper body movement when I'm doing some cardio, obviously doing weight training and stuff, but I'm like going to tap more into that dabbling in the thought of like, should I do Pilates? Should I do yoga? I definitely want to add that to my routine, but budgeting comes first. Cause I can't be spending money crazy on all this stuff. Yeah. I have to do it smart. And I think that's another thing too, where it's just like, yeah, I know I could be going to a physical therapist every other day or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then like getting a massage once a week, but it's like, who's going to pay for that. Right. <laughs> you gonna pay for that. Okay. Right. Oh, I didn't think so. So it's just like, I need to look at, I need to budget shit out. Like I have a lot of expense. Like I, I'm going through a lot of transitions and a lot of those transitions cost money. And so I need to just be conscious of what I'm spending where, and I do want to get to a place where I can be like getting doing all the recovery and all that shit. But like, I need to 
figure out how to do a lot of it at home and DIY. So I'm taking a lot yes. of Epsom salt baths. I'm doing a lot of mobility. Like I said, I'm doing a lot of stretching, a lot, a lot of soaking, a lot of like heat therapy, a lot of like making sure that I'm massaging myself when possible. I have the, the massage gun, you know, like there's, I have a lot of things that I can do myself, but like I do, am, I'm very much planning on stepping it up and like, I need to do more yoga. I need to do more Pilates. I want to do like, I'm trying to get the IV drip every now and then. I'm trying to get it, you know what I'm saying? Whoa. I'm trying to do all those things. Well, <laughs> you know? the drip. The drip. I love it. I love it. I love it, man. Listen, listen, hit that YouTube university, get you a yoga mat, you know, yep. start off with some basic poses, basic, yeah. you know, holla, uh, hop on the page, uh, pages page, you mm-hmm. know, because <laughs> she right. has a lot of, of that being awesome, and movements and stuff like that. So, right. you know, that's, that's what we got. I'm trying to get Karen to put me on to some of that, uh, mobility because our mobility game, Routine. I'm going to send you strong. a video of a guy doing mobility because what's really popular right now is um, I'm a bu- butcher the proper term of this, but it's like animal movements like. Um, yeah. And that's part of mobility. And so it's like, but then it's you're kind of doing cardio at the same. It's like a it's a workout. Um, uh, okay. also, it's, a, it's a dude that kind of has your build and that nigga is flexible and hella good at mobility. And I'm like, this, flexible, this, right? I'm like, I'm, I'm annoyed. <laughs> I'm annoyed. Listen, 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 listen. Wow. We, we'll, we'll, we'll table this because uh, we got our guests in the building. So uh, beep, 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 right. beep. we'll be right back, y'all. <laughs> All right, we're back and we have our guests with us, like we promised. Mm-hmm. Crystal Rosales. Back in Hi. here. You feel oh, me? yes. Let us tell us, tell us. Welcome to the welcome to the podcast. You know what I'm saying? No, no, nah, 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 that ain't just Crystal. That's aka Sober Bay, aka Sober the Bay. Garment Princess, Whoa. aka the stairwell mm-hmm. stunner, aka yeah. the sunlight catcher. Okay, quick yeah. plan. Oh my God. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah. Listen, we are happy to have you. How are you feeling this morning? Feeling good. Feeling excited to be here. Thank you so much for inviting me to come on the podcast. I have been listening since you guys started. Um, And yeah, I just caught up yesterday because I was behind a little bit. So really, really (laughs) thrilled to be here. Thank you so much. Yeah. And you just said before we got uh, got on that this is your first podcast that you've been featured on. Yes, it is. I've, I remember when I first like did, I think the first video or like panel thing I did was for the Chicago Marathon. I kind of like jumped into it. And so, yeah, yeah I've, I've done like panels and stuff on Zoom, but I've never done a podcast. So I'm excited. Yeah. I just got to say, this is why we made the Runners Club podcast. <laughs> you know, like I'm just trying to give us some flowers here because this is it right here. Because these stories, the running community, like right where we are, like on the ground is so important. And, and it's like these moments need to be kind of capsulized something to go back to something to be like, and we, yeah, cause everybody's different. And when, whenever we say like, I'm a runner, I think that there's just like this general thought of what a runner is. Mm-hmm. And, and I really do believe with what we're doing is like showing that just like everyone is individual. Every runner is individual um, and does it for their own reasons. Yeah. yeah. And I'm, and, super, I'm super grateful too, that it's with YouTube because I feel like you guys are the main leaders in the community, obviously. And, 
yeah, I'm happy that my first podcast is with y'all because I like look up to y'all so much. <laughs> no, no, I, 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 I've enjoyed watching your journey because um, you yourself, I feel like, is a um, a contradiction to what the stereotypical runner looks like. And you shared your running journey. You know, I remember watching uh, the recaps from your friends and stuff like that who were um, like catching moments of you running what I think was your first marathon, but it was the virtual marathon. So you had, Mm -hmm. it was an unsupported 26.2 all around the north side Mm -hmm. in the city of Chicago, just getting miles and things like that. Um, I want to know how you got into running, but let's start there. That, that first marathon, you know, what that race day, how, how was that for you? Oh, so yeah, I had originally signed up to do the Chicago marathon through, uh, the charity one tail at a time. I rescued my dog from there. So I really wanted to run the marathon. So I was like, I, I signed up for the charity team. I didn't even want to like deal with the lottery. I just really wanted to do it. Um, and then plus it was a cause I supported. And so, you know, obviously the world shut down, races got canceled and I needed to keep training to keep myself sane. Honestly, like <laughs> I just needed something to like look forward to. Cause right. that, that was the second marathon that got canceled. The first one was I had originally signed up to do Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm from Milwaukee. So that okay, was shout out, like, to shout out to the Midwest. Shout out to the Midwest. Um, so yeah, I, I wanted to go back and like run my hometown and and you know, since I never ran there, so I was excited for that. So when that got shut down, I was like, whatever, we're gonna run this marathon regardless. And the charity was like, Yeah, we're we're actually gonna set up doing a um a a virtual. So if anybody wants to do it, you know, we're still fundraising and all that. And I had already like fundraised all my money. So I was like, let's Let's go. Let's go. Because like, obviously I wanted people to know that, you know, obviously their support was going to the the rescue, but also like, I, it meant a lot to me. So I wanted to keep going. So yeah, I trained all through the summer. Um, I feel like with many running crews, everybody kind of created their own little pods and, you know, they ran like, you know, instead of a bigger crew, everybody had their own smaller crews. So I had, was lucky to have some people from three run two to like keep me going and also run with me. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, then, and then race day came and I, I was like, oddly, I don't want to say I was ready. Like I was happy. I was stoked. I I was, I was, I was like, we're here, we're finally doing it. And it kind of really did feel like a race day. There was like, I think 20 of us doing it and yeah. I was ready to go. Um, what time did y'all start? Do you remember? We started, we started at like eight. So it was, I love that. Later. So you didn't have to get up and <laughs> yeah. make yeah. it downtown and find so, your career. All of that stuff yeah, was gone. Yeah. Yeah. And so they like let us out like one by one, like I think they had like minute starts and I didn't know who was going to come out. I didn't know anything. Um, my parents randomly came through. So that was amazing. Oh, nice. Cause they're like, they're like, to this day they don't understand running because you know as like latinos like we don't exercising isn't really a thing like you know and so they're still like what do they say my mom says like like why are you running yeah yeah but yeah it was great um they had like little stations the charity did but people just showed out like I was trying not to cry most of the time because I, people were just popping out of nowhere. We had a heartbreak coming in with the band. Mm-hmm. Um, 
people I wasn't even expecting were popping up like in Logan Square. Um, yes. Wow. It was it was awesome, and I remember it was two thirteen point one loops. Mm-hmm. So the first time I was in, two loops uh, is fine. It was, but yeah. then like the first time I was like, yeah, this is great. And then the second yeah. time I was like, oh no, I got to do this. Yeah, right. <laughs> I got to do everything I just did one more time. Mm. Yeah. So right before we hit the half, that's when like a, like friends came with bikes. And mm-hmm. so I had like my bike support crew. I don't know. Yes. People just really showed out. Like it, it they was getting was, like, angles of you, like from the bike, from the sidewalk, yes. up on yeah, a 606. Great. I'm like, this girl got a camera crew. It yeah. was wild. And then like, there was a point where, you know, people were outside eating and my friend goes, my friend Sarah was like, she's running a marathon. And like, people are just like screaming or whatever. So it was, yeah. it was awesome. It was a, a reminder that like the community, like the community has your back. And I couldn't have got, I couldn't have done that by myself. Like there was a part of like mile 21 where I had never run that far before. I was like, I'd only done 20 miler. Like I only did one. I didn't know what I was going to like in parts of like my body were, were feeling things I'd never felt before. And I just remember right. like Paul from three two being like, let's go, keep going. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it was great. It. it was, it was great. It was, it was such an experience. It wasn't, it wasn't the traditional race day, but it was a perfect like first marathon experience for me. But when was that? Uh, did you already say what year? It was 2020 and it was the day the marathon was supposed to happen. Oh. That, uh, mm-hmm. that Sunday. Yeah. Oh, right, right, right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Great. So, so like, word to your mom. Like, she asked the best question. ¿Por qué estás corriendo? Like, why mm-hmm. are you running? Like, why? What why? got you to do it to start? Um, so I had tried to get into running a few times in my life. I was never a runner growing up. Like, I remember when we used to do like, was it like the president's mile challenge? I don't know. I feel like that was like a thing in the Midwest where they would try to get you to run a mile and the little track. I was not feeling it. Um, I never did any sports or anything growing up. Um, but I feel like when I moved here, I moved to Chicago 13 years ago now. It's going to be 13 years. So it's been mm-hmm. a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, from Milwaukee. I, yeah, from Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I was born and raised there, but I feel like I grew up here okay. in Chicago, yeah. but um, I mean, I'll never, claim, I'll never claim it because Chicago, Chicagoans will never let me claim no, it. No, no, no. <laughs> it won't happen. Yeah, I'm from Minnesota yeah. and I'm like, look, I've been here in Chicago for seven years. I'm good. Yeah. Y'all, y'all can have it. Like, I love yeah. it. Have it. I'm not trying to take it. Yeah. It's yours. So, okay. So whenever anybody says you're from Chicago, I'm like, no, I'm from Milwaukee. Oh. I live in Chicago. Do, you, do y'all have a downtown? Yes, we do. We do. We do have a duck though. It's popping now that the Bucks won, but yeah, it wasn't popping. Made it cool. Yeah. So yeah, I tried to get into it a few times, but honestly, I I remember the first race I ever signed up for was with some of my coworkers. We did the color run. You remember those? Are like yeah, we're all white. Yeah, I I also I didn't train for it I'd never had ran a 5k or anything like that before and I went out the night before and was like oh let's party and I was like oh I gotta go to this race and they're like like what are you doing and I was like I don't know Um, (laughs) I hated I hated every moment of that race I was like I'm not a runner on that but um eventually I tried again signing up for the shamrock shuffle in 2017 Mm okay um I remember also like yeah, I'm going to do this. I'm going to get into it. And eventually I did not train. 
because I was like, I'm going to take time out of my whatever schedule. I wasn't ready. Right. I wasn't ready to put in the commitment. And right. also like, I remember the night before too, again, I was out and was like, I remember being out. It was like the Loyola team was in the final four. And I remember I was like kicking it. And I was like, I got to go over the race tomorrow. And I was like, again, what are you doing? <laughs> but, um, Still don't know. Whole, yeah, it was a horrible experience. I hated everything about that race. Um, <laughs> then, then fast forward to 2000, the end of 2018, um, I decided to uh, get sober. And um, sober from alcohol. So after uh, a long battle of you know, off and on trying to stop drinking. Um, I stopped drinking. I started drinking when I was 14 years old, um, which mm -hmm. is kind of rough to say now that, you know, it's kind of sad. Um, but yeah, I was like at a family party and I kind of just, you know, that's how I had fun. And so right. eventually I, after a few, I feel like just like running sobriety, I tried a few times in my life, you know, sometimes it stuck, sometimes it didn't, but I definitely needed to make a change. So in 2018, I decided to get sober and, um, and that was like a whole wake up call for me. I had to get to know myself. Um, I, it was kind of like, ooh, I had to learn who I was, um, what I liked and any of that, because I feel like a lot of the times I was masking stuff or coping with alcohol, like mm -hmm. it. Like my whole personality was like, oh, let's go geek it. Let's do this and that. And, right, right. and now, now, now I was gone. So I needed to find out like, and also, I also needed like to get a hobby. Like I had no freaking hobbies. I, I didn't know anything. So yeah, partying was, is partying is not a hobby, but a lot of us be cheating it like it's a it's a whole ass pastime. Hobby, that's yeah. so true. Because yeah. look, just to quickly interject to that point, though, is like that is their time to hang out with their community, with, like people's, and that's what we do as runners. Is like we use it as an opportunity to hang out with our community. So like it's understandable that people would get kind of lost in the sauce a little yeah. bit, you know? Yeah. And Milwaukee or the Midwest in general is a very like booze heavy place. Like Milwaukee, very. there was nothing. That, Midwest. I mean, it, yeah, Midwest. It, what do what you want to do? Especially in these rural areas, more rural areas. Mm -hmm. You're not in They're Chicago. Like, yeah. what you gonna do? But hang out and drink. Yeah. So, I mean, Milwaukee has evolved a lot lately. I feel like there's so many people doing really cool things in the community. But like when yeah. I was there, it was just like, that's what you did. And that's how you have fun. So, you know, I carried on through when I moved here and, and that. So I decided to make a change because, you know, not only was it hurting me, it was hurting everybody around me. Like I was getting physically sick. Um, and it wasn't even, again, like everybody's like, oh, you know, were you like homeless or anything? Like, like nah, I had a job. I had, I was normal on the outside, but I was just like, it, it was just not serving me anymore. Right. Um, so then, yeah, I had to get to know myself, figure out what I was going to do. You know, I had all this free time now. I couldn't just lay on the couch and like cry my life away. I was, right. you know, it was, I was like, my life is over. I can't do this anymore. Like, <laughs> um, so I decided to, you know, um, you know, finally try the things I've always wanted to do. I always wanted to get into running. What would happen if I actually put myself in, like put my all into it? Not right, know, right, right, right. Let me for a race and like randomly show up that day and figure out what happens um and that was the beginning of it all um and then i signed up for the shamrock shuffle again i was like i'm going to do this this time like i i went to the doctor and made sure i was all good i went to the chiropractor <laughs> like okay. I, I was like i was like trying to like i don't know i didn't even know what i'm doing i still don't know what i'm doing but like i was like I remember when I went to the chiropractor, he was like, 
um, cause I had like knee pain and probably mm-hmm. had like runner's knee at the time when I first started running. And he was like, have you rolled out your IP band? And I was like, what's an IP band? <laughs> right. Where is that? <laughs> and so then, then he rolled there, or he like put pressure on it. And it was like the worst pain I've ever felt in my life. And I was like, okay, this is a learning experience we're going on. So mm-hmm. yeah, I, I, that was, I trained really hard for the Shamrock Shuffle and I was so stoked on race day in 2019 mm. or 2019, 2019. Right. And I, I, I remember I was so proud of myself because I, I went the whole race stop, stopping hey. and that was like the beginning of it all. Like yeah. I had so much fun and I was just so proud of myself. I was, and it was like, again, the beginning of like the love affair with yeah. like running. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah. so I guess with running though, you like, cause you're saying how you didn't really know what you're doing in the beginning. So like, at what point did you find your community and how did that happen? So, yeah, it was, it was tough at first. Cause I know that, you know, when you first are getting into it, you're just like, it's intimidating to go to a run group. It's intimidating mm-hmm. to even, um, you know, cause I know none of these other run crews from, I had friends who were in three run two and other ones. And I was just afraid to show up. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm going to be the slowest person there. Um, I don't know. I was just scared in general, like, Mm-hmm. also making friends without like having that like social drinking aspect. I, right, me, right. I'd, had, I'd had, I'd had the same friends for, I don't know how many years. So I was just like, okay. Um, it was kind of like scary to put yourself out there. I was already putting myself out there with, you know, running. I didn't, I don't know. I was, I was really scared to even, and it's crazy because I had friends who were runners, but I was just scared to ask them. I, I don't know why I think I was just like, they're going to judge me for not knowing, but now that's not like that. But, yeah, right. um, yeah, I randomly like I, I was still running alone and I'm like when it I'm not gonna lie, like it I felt I was like, where is this runner's high? Like I felt it a little bit during the shamrock shuffle, but like this is kind of like it sucks. Right, <laughs> you know, right. Just, like, I was probably running too hard. I was like, when does it get like fun? And so I remember <laughs> I I was I was like, you know, I'm finally gonna go to three run two. Um because I had seen them on Instagram. I had friends who were like cool with them. Mm-hmm. I had ran with them. So my friend Katie was like, yeah, you should go. You should go. And so I went and I, it was like July of 2019 and it was just an incredible experience. Um, I went to the Tuesday night run and everybody was just super supportive. They were running with me. We were talking the whole time. That was the first time I ever like, I remember I was dying while I was running and talking, but I was like, okay, I guess this is what we have to do. I was like, I didn't know people ran and talked at the same time, but it was, it was a, a really cool experience. Um, I love that. That kind of like led me into the community. But yeah, three months two kind of became fam right away. Um, yeah, I was excited. I was like, and I'm going to all the runs. And that was, that was after your, uh, your comeback to Shamrock Shuffle. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So then, then, and then I was like listening, like I would go there and like I would hear people talking about running and I just got like really like, um, I was like geeking out about it a little bit because I was like, yeah. what are they talking about? Like training and all that, like, you know, half marathons. And mm-hmm. I was just excited about all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like, man, wow. like, I feel like you, it is a community that makes running like fun because running is hard and mm-hmm. there are a lot more 
uncomfortable moments than there are fun moments. And I feel like people mm-hmm. who just like get out here, just go run for themselves. I usually like just doing like maybe, you know, some little cardio, you know, just help them, you know, stay healthy or to meditate, maybe like two or three miles and stuff like that. But for the people out there who are actually like training to participate in participate in races and maybe even PR, those that are doing it by themselves have mm-hmm. to be some level of like sociopath. Mm-hmm. Like it just has to be <laughs> like, like you know what I'm saying? Like no emotional attachment. Like you just you gotta be the terminator or something. Yeah. Like wow, because I know the community that. is what makes it feel as good. Yeah. And I know that like, you know, some people are like, oh, I like to do my own thing, but like, oh, I like looked forward to every Tuesday, every Thursday. Like I, I looked forward to like even hitting little milestones with them. Cause at that point I didn't, I'd only ran the 5k. So I think the first one I did was a, they had a 5k route. So I did that. But when I pushed myself to like the four mile, like everybody was stoked about that for me. And I was able to share that with them. It just, yeah. and, and like celebrate their journeys. Cause honestly, it also taught me that running wasn't just about me it was about supporting other people and how I you know grow as a person in general overall Mm -hmm. um so yeah that was it was a great experience and I'm so glad that that I decided to join the community because I don't know I probably would have gave up if I you know I would have been like this still sucks (laughs) right right Go ahead, Courtney. I see the lips is puckering. She got a question. She, I see it. <laughs> well, I, I just really want to get to know like the person behind the runner too. So I would love to know like what you, what's your day job? Like what, like what area of Chicago you live in? Like what, what's like, what's your life like? <laughs> yeah. I feel like people are like, wait, what do you do? Cause I yeah. feel like a lot of times too, is like when we are running together, like nobody really talks about like real life running. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. About running. You just model um, in your stairway. I mean, yeah, like I need to know. Like that started in the <laughs> I was pandemic. gonna get into that. That, yeah. that started in the pandemic. Yeah. But um yeah, I live in River West, which is kind of by Noble Square. So mm-hmm. um yeah, like that area. And I work for an e-commerce company, uh it's like a print on demand service called it's based out of Chicago, um, for a company called Threadless. Um yeah, I've worked there for 11 years now so i've oh, been there wow. for a minute like yeah. a who does that like i'd be like, right. oh, like i've worked there for like three years and then i switched to another you know yeah i feel like a, way I, but I you like, like a, you like the ceo at this point right? <laughs> you need to be the director or something there's a lot of us have been there like my boss has been there for like 16 years and yeah. like yeah so we we just never leave so um yeah and i work I from it. home Okay. I work from home, um, which has been a weird transition. I feel for like, I, I'm grateful that I get to work from home, but um, I don't know. I just miss, I miss being out and about. Um, I miss that little water cooler moment with coworkers and all that. But yeah, um, yeah more time for running on, on lunch breaks and stuff like that. So yeah. have you gotten any of your coworkers interested in running? I try. I got one person on my team and I try to get her to come to like group runs and she's just like... Oh, she came to two and she's like, oh, I'm good. I'm <laughs> <laughs> it's so strange because it's like few and far between. It's like, you never know if it's going to stick or not when you suggest people to come. And then I always feel like when you ask people to come to your run club, it's like, or they say that they're going to come before you even say anything to them. And it's like, honestly, it's not, a, I'm not, I'm not trying to ask you to do anything. Yep. Like you, nice. don't, you don't need to come. I'm not, I'm just saying, you already know what the situation is. I'll be here when you're ready. If you want to come right. out, but like you don't need to make false promises. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> 
it's okay. <laughs> like, I, like I'll be sharing links in like the the company like chat. I'll be like putting in like little, you know, if it's like uh whatever runs going on. I'm like, hey guys, and then nobody like cracks, right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, 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 no. They yeah. just talk right past. Right, that. right over it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I so, love yeah. It. so yeah, I feel it's yeah, it's weird that um I've had it's cause, yeah, because I think that some people are like, oh, I thought you just ran for a living. I was like, no, I don't do this. Just <laughs> that's what they think. Cause it's like you put you put running in your IG or you look at your IG and it's all running. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, then people are like, oh, that's what you that's all you do. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then part of the reason too why um, you know, I was very open about my sobriety on mm-hmm. Instagram and, and Facebook because I just needed that accountability when I first got sober and it was, I'm mean, putting it out there and saying like, yo, I, I need to do this. I need to change. Or I remember I put it on Facebook. I was like, what am I doing? I'm out here putting this on Facebook with people I haven't even spoke to in like 10 years, but like, I just needed to put it everywhere. And yeah, the same thing happened with, um, with running. I got into it and I was started sharing and people were like receptive to it and, you know, reacting to it and actually like sharing their tips with me. So it became, I don't know, it was exciting to just like share those milestones with everybody, like sobriety and running. So Mm -hmm. um, that was really cool. Well, so like, I mean, to your point too, is that like running, a lot of runners drink a lot. And it's not just like, yes, people drink, but like runners drink, runners love beer like there's this you know like for those who might not know where i feel like at this point everyone who listens to us is a runner but like we're all familiar with you know you finish a marathon and then they hand you they like you have beers handed to you immediately a beer and a banana <laughs> and it is a water like uh, a quarter right, of a mile away right right water's <laughs> up there bro I have to keep walking and so but then it's like the justification is oh it's it's carbs you know, mm-hmm. like it's refueling and stuff. And it's like, it's also, and, and like, I don't know, there's been a lot of conversation about like, do you get as intoxicated after a run? I think the assumption was yes, but then I think there's been articles that come out that say that it actually it affects your body differently. So you're not like as intoxicated, right? Y'all can do the research. I'm just putting that little. I've done the research. <laughs> I've done case studies. I've done the experience. That's what I was like yeah, so, um, But it's like, especially after you go out for runs, like people sometimes say, oh, let's go get a drink. And so, and I, and I think, you know, we've gotten some um, letters just saying like, hey, I'm like struggling with drinking and, and like, and, but I am a runner and I, and I don't, and I want to try sobriety. And I think your, um, your just comments about saying it to the broader, your broader community to hold yourself accountable, I think is really great. Being honest with your community is really great. I think, I mean, there's just like a sense of like, anytime that I, anytime that I've been honest with my community about like social anxiety or anything like that, there's always people in the DMs talking about, yeah, you're a human. Like, it's like when you're running, especially when you're a runner, I think that there is a sense where like, you're like, people are like, Oh, you must be super motivated. You must be everything. And it's like, yeah, but running actually keeps me sane. Mm-hmm. It's therapy, <laughs> you right. know? And like, I just, I'm curious about your experience with telling your community that you're going sober, ha- being in a community that is helpful for your health, as far as running, you know, running goes, but then at the same time is like, there's a lot of drinking within running. So how do you kind of navigate that? Yeah, that it's, it's tough sometimes, not gonna lie. Um, but I feel like a lot of the times with, when you talk about, you know, 
maybe you're struggling with drinking um, or even are just questioning that right away, you get in that mind space of like, am I an alcoholic? And like, you know, it's okay. Mm. You don't, you don't have to put any label on it. Like anyway, right. it's, it's good that you're questioning your drinking or your, or your coping mechanisms. Um, I think right away people are like afraid that they're going to have that label and everybody's going to judge them and their life's going to be over just like I thought. Um, so yeah, I didn't, when I first put it out there, I didn't label myself as anything. I didn't even know if it was going to last. I didn't know anything. I just kind of wanted to put it out there. I didn't give myself a goal. I wasn't like, Oh, I'm going to do this for a month or I'm going to like, I just put it out there. Um, but the more I talked about it, the more, again, like, like you mentioned, Courtney, people were, were, you know, they were relating to me or they were supporting me. Um, and they were like, yeah, you're a human. We've all, we've, I've done, gone through this too. Um, and so, you know, when I, when I got into, you know, going to crew runs and all that, I think, you know, people had followed me on social. So they knew I was sober, but still like, I wasn't out here like, I'm the sober one. Cause I feel like a lot of sober people do that. They'll like, let you know, they'll yeah, be like, yeah. I'm sober. Right. And I didn't want, I didn't want to, I don't want to be that annoying. Like, I'm vegan. Yeah, like that. Like I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not trying to be that sober person. Um, so I just wanted to, you know, sometimes it's hard to, especially as an adult, like make friends. So I really mm-hmm. wanted to like be friends with these people. I didn't just want to go in and show up and right. and leave right away. So there was times where I kind of pushed myself a little bit. Like I would stay at the bar, and if somebody would offer me a drink, I'd be like, no, I'm good. I was like, oh, I'm gonna get a sopa chico, or like make sure that I had some other thing available. Um, and eventually like getting to know people and just letting them know, just being honest, like, yo, like I don't drink. Um, and also being, you know, being okay with just being like, all right, I gotta go. Like, I'm out. Um, but it does suck because, you know, sometimes you don't get invited to certain things, you know, when people are out partying and that, and it does suck, but, um, I feel like that's like out of fear that you know that they put you in an uncomfortable position yeah i remember one time somebody invited me uh, somebody from the crew invited me to their birthday party and it was at a brewery and he was yeah. like hey i know you don't drink but and i was like no i'll come through like you know yeah. i appreciate the invite and i thank you for even being conscious of that um because a lot of people don't know any sober people and and you know yeah. and, and it's kind of like you know is this gonna trigger you and like everybody's different mm-hmm. um but yeah, it's tough because you do want to make those friends and you do want to stay there afterwards. And, and cause I know that there was times when after crew on people were there to like 10 or 11 and I, I couldn't stay out that late because I wasn't out here, you know, taking shots of my Lord like they were, but, mm-hmm. um, I tried my best. Like I, I just tried my best to enter, you know, immerse myself in the community, but also respect my own boundaries of like, I, I just mm-hmm. can't. I can't. Um, and then, you know, there was times where I got a little angry. I'm not going to lie. And or like resentful of, mm-hmm. you know, after events, there being just beer and nothing else. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, right. I, was like I was like, can a girl get a LaCroix or something? Like, like, you know? yeah. and then, but, but then also like not wanting to be like that diva person of like, I need this. But it was just like, y'all offer beer. Why can't you just offer something else yeah. um, too for those, you know, because sometimes they you don't really want to be like that. Like they really just be like, here is a beer. Yeah. And yeah. so I would or just flat ass water. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. I, Don't worry. It. 
Don't worry, I got you, G. Juice boxes at every race <laughs> now on. You feel me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then I also, yeah, it was also to getting to know, like, you know, again, I felt resentful and I was like, hey, why am I feeling that? Why, mm. why, why, why is it? Is, I, clearly, I'm going through something that, like, you know, they can party, they can have a good time, but you can't. And that's okay. Like, you know, you got to just cut it short. Um, so, again, learning my own boundaries and, you know, and, and that. But it is tough. Um, I, I I mean, I've been sober for more than three years now and it's still something I like deal with. Yeah. Um, not as much as me anymore, but I, I'm okay with it now. Okay. But, it seems like yeah. it's, it's still new. Like there's, you know, like three years is still new. It's, even when you think about like being three years into running, like you're still just yeah. like, what am I doing? Um, right. What, what's your favorite drink after your ra- a race then? Like if you, ideally if you could end the marathon and the marathon, instead of handing you a beer, what would you prefer to be handed? Well, there's so many like different like NA beer options, but one that's not like a beer, but it's it's made by Lagunita, the beer company. It's called Pop Water. It kind of tastes if you put like a little bit of IPA with a Topo Chico on top, it's like the best replacement of beer ever. I don't know. Lagunitas. Okay. It's called Hop Water. Hop Water. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna do a little research. <laughs> Yeah, right, right, Courtney was the one who introduced me to like I non-alcoholic vegan fake beer and it was, athletic like, brewery. Right, yeah. I was like, I was like that's just, just a lot. Look, athletic <laughs> brewery, a lot of things. They, I mean, the, I think I love a light beer, uh, and I feel like athletic brew is is that what it's called? Our brewery yep. is great because it's like yeah, it's vegan, and then I was like, but isn't all beer vegan? But supposedly they like filter. The, the beer with like a sack, like a pig sack, something animal sack of something, which is wild. But anyway, Wait, so it's it's <laughs> yeah. still vegan if it's made in a pig sack. No, I'm saying it's not because oh. most beer, I guess, is they use an animal product to filter out the 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 beer, the drink, and okay. so then that part. Of it, so then it's like it's filtering through something That's that wild. Animal. I didn't know that. That's yeah, so then they don't have uh, athletic brew. Okay, word to my Muslims, y'all can't drink athletic brew. Maybe. No, no, they can't drink regular <laughs> beer, which means that they wouldn't do it anyways because they don't be drinking. They can't drink regular beer? Oh, you're right, you're right. My bad. They're in general, yeah. Exactly. I'm going to shut up. I'm going to shut up. You know I think I just no, think it's, it's haram. haram. It's haram. Sorry, sorry, not halal. Sorry. Oh my yeah. god, I can't believe I said that. I'm so sorry. We are. Oh, we are. We are. You didn't say that. We are. We are. We are. We are. Let's go. Sorry. You know what? I just, I just thought about something though. Um, yeah. yeah, and then I also had to be like okay with knowing that I was making connections with my community while we were running and like yeah. talking about other things and I was like you don't need to just like kick it with them to have fun and like discuss life or whatever because we were having deep conversations I was talking about people to people about my life story while we were running these like four or five miles and even yeah. then we got into long runs we we're just like getting into it oh yeah um, yeah so, yeah well, and that's the thing too with running is that like you are like you spend time with people. Mm-hmm. You're not like yeah, quality time outside hours. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's di- like what other activity other than like I mean, even if you're on a bike, like I don't even know if that's really possible unless that some and then you can't. I mean, you can't get too close. Yeah. It's different. Running is just it's like it's a, intimate. It's an intimate sport, exactly. 
Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yes, it's 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 different. Um, so I guess my I, I know Ian. I don't know if you got some questions, but I want to know which which you're doing next, Crystal. What you have your eyes on for the year? Which you know, mm-hmm. what's the goal? Oh, so for the moment, right? Right now is the Chicago half. Um, I'm doing the Find Your Fast uh, cohort with yep. all the other ladies. Shout out awesome. to the wind runners. We Shout have out to wind uh, runners. on. I saw you watch also. I'm going to just do a quick little detour because the fact that you had us up in your living room for Kelsey's episode, that just warmed my heart. I love it. It. You really, you're, you're, you, you really be supporting the fam. I, I had it. I had, a, I had the Kayla one on and then I had that one. I went to Sydney and gave one. I was like really excited that it's like, now I can see it. <laughs> yeah. And I'll yeah. say to uh, Mike uh, from Gumbo Fit, one of the, our fitness directors was just like, y'all just changed the game with the visuals. Like <laughs> that shit is fire. And I said, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> you're like i know yes you did yeah, i'm like yeah you guys see us you guys see the personality peep out you know yeah you're mm. just be looking um, at photos and then our, our guest coming on here with the whole face done got the gold yeah. chain i out. mean i, I mean correct you see how listen, the right nails now. can we see the nails read the nails to the camera like right. quick I mean, i'm gonna press that <laughs> Look, if I you like, can get them I that like, long and still function, you I, I was stressed. I was like, what do I wear? Like, I got my hair. I can't wash it today because I got to work out later. But like, like I, I was stressed. Yeah. Yeah, luckily, I, I did the Find Your Fast Mile um, cohort in the summer. And so I'm very grateful that I got into the um, half marathon because honestly, in the summer, I did not... Have, I mean, I had a good half marathon, but I did not enjoy it. I hated every moment of it. I, yeah. I, I, I don't know. Mentally, I just hated it. So I'm excited to. Um, I've I've been really enjoying like again working with all the ladies like on the track. Mm-hmm. Um, because I cannot do track workouts by myself. I feel <laughs> you. I just, I feel um, you. That, yeah, that's like the one thing I definitely don't want to do by myself. Yeah, like we were doing like bootleg ones. The three of us from the crew were doing a bootleg ones during Absolutely. the pandemic. We were like, we would we would sneak into Westinghouse and like in the morning and uh-huh. just be running around the track and they were like, okay, this could be four hundred. I was like, what is this? And also like, <laughs> like I didn't know what a four hundred was at that point. Now we just go and get on the track and and just do. That's something. a street workout. That you just yeah, run yeah, on the track. Yeah, yeah. They were like they were like eight hundred. I was like, what's that twice? Like I don't know. Yeah. So yeah, it's been an incredible experience, incredible experience, like learning over the summer. Um, and then now the half marathon and, um, yeah, so training with them and hopefully, you know, if everything, you know, I'm, I, I say hopefully because last summer I got my, I had a sprained ankle. So I always want to make sure I'm not doing the most. So, um, mm. hopefully I'll be running the half marathon in June, which I feel everybody's excited about. I'm super excited about it. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to, I'm trying to race it. Um, you know, trying to do, do you have a go around, um, probably 140. Okay. Trying to get spicy. Trying to get spicy. Okay. Trying to get spicy. I'm here, I'm here taking names. Passing I don't know. Up. I don't know. I don't know, you know, let's see what happens, but that's a nice little goal. Um, <laughs> you know, you'll be like, claim you, it. Got it. you got it. We claim it. it. Yeah, claim um, that shit. Yeah. yeah. 
And then I'm not running Chicago. Um, I didn't enter the lottery. So yeah, girl didn't get a bib. Um, but <laughs> if you could, I, uh, would you? These are the questions we ask. Probably. Okay. I still, I still got, I still got unfinished business with Chicago. I had a great first marriage. I'm not, I was a great experience, yeah. but race day was hard. It was hot. I was, I think it was all the jitters of that being yeah. my first marathon. It was just like, I, I put all this unnecessary pressure on myself and I, I enjoyed it, but I feel like, I don't know. I want to, I want to do it again. And like, and, yeah. Also, like, just to be kind of like that person, play a little devil's advocate with you. It was also virtual, so it's kind of like a little asterisk. You gotta, you gotta go and do the legit. No, I did. I, I, I did. I did. Twenty twenty one. Oh yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah. I'm tweaking. Mm-hmm. Okay, my bad. Yeah. 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 I got that's photos right. from that where I <laughs> yeah, yeah. like yes, yeah. out here getting no, all, no, no. all Trust me, because people are like, oh, you ran a marathon before. I was like, no, I did a virtual one. This is my first one. So like, yeah, so I still have unfinished business in Chicago. I feel like I, I just want to, I want to go in and have a, a better race. Not that I didn't have, I don't know, it was weird because it was a great one, but it was also hard. Um, mm-hmm. uh, it was, it was scary. People were passing out left and right. And I was like, I don't want that to happen to me. So I overhydrated and mm-hmm. yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I would love to run that one again soon, but I am running New York, um, in November. Nice. That's going to be real fun. Um, I also have a spicy goal for that one. And I know people, everybody, when I was talking about New York, they're like, you can't PR in New York. You can't do this in New York. And I'm like, you know, and I was like, and I was being scary. I'm not going to lie. There was a moment where I was like, Oh, let me sign up for this like Milwaukee marathon in October. Cause I was being, I was being scary. Like I, and I was like, no, forget that. Like you are going to work your butt off all summer and you're yeah. going to do whatever you're going to kill it in New York. And yeah. you also really have a good time too. Like that's what I'm saying. I'm like, yeah. yeah. And I'm, I, I don't know. I, I got in my head a little bit because they sure. were like, you can't do this. You can't do that. And I'm like, I can I've done a lot exactly. of shit. I've done a lot of shit. I didn't think I could do. So yeah. I don't have to do this. <laughs> and even then, and even then, if I don't, if I don't, PR or whatever, I still got to run New York and I can't wait for that. So yeah, yeah. I love that. I love that. Yeah. Fuck all that. Fuck all that smoke. Like yeah. I can't do it. I oh, mean, that must mean you really want me to do it. So right. here we go. I, again, see, <laughs> yes. You see, like, you know, I it's funny because like running, I'm not like super competitive, but I do get motivated by that. Like that stuff. Yeah. I do. I had a, a dude that I knew from Milwaukee who got into running around the same time I did. And he would always like comment on my training because he was doing this crazy training plan. He had this like coach that was an Olympic, whatever. And he'd be like, just commenting on stuff I didn't even ask for any comments on or whatever. And then right. one day, one day it was like we were new. I wasn't even training. I was taking a break and I cut a run short because I had shared that I could have run short because I almost got hit by a car and I just wasn't feeling it. And then he was like, you don't have any grit and determination and blah, blah, blah. Like Sam was at me and I, I, I was like, Move. tomato, I was, tomato. I know. And I was like, first of all, you know me from ba- way back then and you know that that bullshit and like whatever. And so like, I just went in and I was like, don't you ever say that about me again. And I used him as motivation each time, each time I, I like wanted to give up on a run or like had a hard one. I was like, fuck that dude. And the crazy thing was that out of nowhere, he was, he was, he was running the Chicago marathon. 
I was not expecting this. He showed up to the 20 miler, the, the heartbreak one, the one that started with the gumbo mm-hmm. fit, the heartbreak one. And I, I was like, no, he's not here. I can't believe he's here. And I just used that as fuel again. And there then he eventually, he like, I was like, I, I don't know. It was like the universe, like needed him to be there to like get me through that, that last yeah. 20 miler. Yeah. yeah. And so wow. he ended up messaging me the morning of the Chicago Marathon and was like, good at Rosales. Like fuck off. Right. <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> I already so, got yeah. it, nigga. What are you talking yeah. about? <laughs> so, uh, so I use I use that sometimes as motivation. So yeah. You have to, yeah. I mean, running is like forever that it's forever people saying, Por qué cores? Por qué? Mm-hmm. like why are you doing this? What's going on? What's the point? Oh, you got a community. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> like, it's like, it, I mean, I shouldn't say that people aren't negative about run clubs. I think ultimately everybody's just like, wow, what you're doing is really great. And then they'll be like, oh, I'll, I could never do that. But then there are people who are just like, what is the point? Yeah. You know, or like, or, you know, and internally inside the community, there are like unsaid competitions or like judgments. And it's like, mm-hmm. Relax. Mm-hmm. Let me do mm-hmm. me. You know, yeah. like I'm running could be a little like saucy, it. right? People can be really saucy about you know where they are, what they're trying to do, what they have done. They love to show up and talk about their accomplishments, and it's like good yeah. for you. Here's flowers. Okay, can I? I'm gonna focus on me. Yeah. You know, and my goals. Um, either you're trying to work together or not. Like it is. What I it yeah, I've had I've had some people like you know come to events and be like, oh, that's cool, but I did this, blah blah blah. And I'm like, cool, great, great. for you, thank yeah. you. All right. And oh I, oh shit, left my, left my cookies at home. You should have told yeah. me. I brought them. Right, right, right. <laughs> you know, next time I'll bring cookies for you, bro. Right. Um, yeah, I think yeah. I love that more and more women are getting into the sport, like that are our age too. I think yeah. it's not. I think I think statistically. There's more women who run marathons than, than men right now, I think. I think, you know, I don't know why. Really I, busy. Yeah, I, think do. I think it's slightly, <laughs> just just slightly over 50%. I'm talking about like 53% or something like that. But it's like, there's a lot of women who run, but also it's like running is sometimes looked at as like an old people sport, like yeah. a aged sport, like to be running marathons. And yeah. so for people in their 20s, even early 30s to be out here running, it's like, it's different. Like us starting this podcast again, like it's like, like the purpose is to say like, not like we we're like a part of the culture. And like, this is also something that we really enjoy doing. And so. Yeah. We're um, our analytics right now. Cause that age group definitely be listening. I was like, there's a lot of yeah. y'all that be running. Like I didn't even know. <laughs> yeah. I was wondering yeah, like, I mean, who's going to be listening to us and catching these references because. <laughs> yeah. Cause they, because you might miss one. You might, you know what I mean? You might just listen and not be a runner and then just not, or you might be a runner and then not be like our age. And then it's like, I don't know. I wrote a piece, I wrote a piece recently or like, I think right when I got into running um, about how women are actually like getting faster as they get older. And so yes. like, you know, all these, it's, yes. it's incredible to see. It's inspiring yeah. because, you know, it was hard to get into running in, in, in my thirties. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Cause I, I, yeah, I'm old. I am 36. Not <laughs> it's Not funny. The other, the other day when we were in the, um, the we were, we were um, doing a track workout. Somebody was like, I'm the oldest person here. I was like, no, I am. <laughs> no, I'm I <laughs> and I'm not going to say it. And then she was like, wait, what? Yeah. What? And I was like, yep, I'm 36. But 
yeah, it was tough. It was tough to be 33 and be like, okay, so stuff, you know, recovery takes a little longer. Yeah. I, I wish I would have got into this when I was younger. Maybe. But your like, joints are better though. I think there's this, something to be said about people who ru- start running later because they haven't yeah. completely deteriorated their joints. Yeah. They have, they, it's, and so then it puts you in a good position to get faster. We, cause who was the woman that we interviewed during uh, the marathon pregame last year, who literally like got into running or like later in life. Uh, and, um, and then she got kids. She a real estate agent. No, she's what? a, no. she's a, a real estate agent, has children in yeah. her thirties. And then that's a, the motto. Like, She's not a model. She, no, she's a the real model is her last name. She's Italian. Oh, the model. I was like, she's not she's a like model. That, the model. <laughs> I'm like, not hey, the what baby. The are you talking about? Yeah, like the baby. Like, she's the model. No. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, yeah. And she did, well, she's, she's an elite athlete. Yeah. In her late 30s, early 40s. I don't know how old she is, but it's just like that. Women, are they're getting faster as they get older. I think that the, also I think women, I think a lot of like the disparities or like the gap between how fast men are and how fast women are is partially just like what we've been told since we were younger. And then as we continue to break down those binaries, I think people are going to be in a mental state where they're not going to like keep themselves from excelling to a place where it can kind of even us out to like the male body, you know, um, because the women can do a lot of things that men cannot do. And I think that once we start unlocking that, we're, we're going to get continue to push the sport for further. I know like, um, uh, Swigs, who she's an ambassador for Lululemon, she posted something about how like women who are actually on their period are in a position where they were running a, they can take more of a beating on their body. So running a race on your period is actually more beneficial than we we think. Wow. Um, and so and and I was like, hold on, is this true? Yeah. You know, and I'm like, and so it's supposedly just like with where our body is at. That's like because our our estrogen level is the lowest at that point. And so it puts us in a place where we can like do more or like go harder in the gym. I'm not saying do that on your first day. I'm just saying, you know, day three, day two, maybe, you know, like because my experience is I'm going to be on the couch sleep or in a bath, you know, I'm not really trying to be running. Um, but, um, I'm just saying like, I think the more we learn, we also don't know a lot about the woman's body either. So yeah. Yeah. I applaud you for just being out here and continuing to push mm-hmm. boundaries because you're also goals for me because I've been seeing you out here like really you PR you've been PRing you've been like pushing um, your distances and like I had no idea that you are only on your first like sanctioned marathon. Yeah, I um oh I ran indie right at like four weeks. Oh, after. right after. Okay, see that's what I'm saying. You're really out here doing it. You're doing well, what? Well, it was. Well, yeah, I decided to push myself. Like when I actually, when I started training for Chicago and do uh, the PFIT plan, the Pfitzinger one. And I looked at that plan and I was like, this man really wants me to run 20 or 320 milers. Like there's no way. Um, (laughs) And (laughs) it it was hard. There were times where I was crying and I hated every moment of it, but it was, it paid off. Um, Just having that time to just be by myself and like put those miles under my legs, like really or on my legs, like really, really helped. Mm. Um, and I don't know, it just, it, it pushed me to be like, okay, what else can I do? Like, like I never thought I could do a plan like this and I did it. So like, let's keep it going. So, yeah. 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 I love that for you. I love that for you. That was <laughs> awesome. 
That's awesome. I enjoy talking to you. Oh my God. It was, it was amazing. It was amazing. You really did speak to me about the accountability piece with poking, with poking, posting, um, you know, your sobriety journey and your running journey on social media. I mean, I, that's something that I've done with different things, especially like my fitness and weight loss journey is talk about it here, talking about it, you know, any opportunity that I have with my friends, you know, posting about it on social media, just having that accountability is like super motivational because now it's like, oh, people know this and like, I need to do this and stuff like that. So you saying that like really spoke to me because I was like, am I the only person that kind of uses social media, you know, for the extra, that extra push and that extra accountability partner and stuff like that. So that was pretty cool. Yeah. Because I mean, I feel like a lot of us, I mean, like everybody, like, you know, social media, is to like crop out the sadness. That's what mm-hmm. I like to say. Like you only show like the good parts, but you got to be real and say like, I'm going through this or I need help with this. And I feel like that resonates with people because at the end of the day, you're not alone. You're going, someone else is going through it too. Yeah. Um. So yeah, like I, I try my best to, you know, I have to, again, set some boundaries. Sometimes you, it's, it's mm-hmm. a lot. You, you can't, you can't, you know, go through your own trauma and reliving it to help other people. but. Mm-hmm. There are times where, you know, if people really need help, like when it comes to running sobriety, like I'm always there, like mm-hmm. um, I'm, I'm there to listen. I'm there to share my experience and any way I can to help. So I don't know. I just had so many people help me like, you know, with running and in the community and all that, that I do my best to do whatever I can to give back. So what advice do you have for, for anybody that's looking to be so become sober, um, especially in the running community? Oh, that's a tough one. Um, that's a tough one. A good You've given a lot of examples it's already. It's but. Deep. No, um, I don't know. Just put yourself out there. I would say put yourself out there and don't be afraid to like set those boundaries. Honestly, like if someone's, um, if someone's like pressuring you to do this or like stay out and do that, but like, no, I can't, I'm, 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 I'm good. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, don't, and yeah, don't be afraid to, you know, listen to yourself and, and know that, um, again, respect, respect your, your boundaries. I keep on saying that, but, um, I don't know. I'm, I feel, I'm trying to think like what helped me the most. It was just like, I think I was excited to be in and join the community, be in there, immerse yourself. Don't think, you know, yeah, maybe you can't kick it and party and all that, but like, you know, or not bring your own thing, bring your own hot water, bring your own athletic brewing, um, ask, don't be afraid to ask for stuff. Yeah, yeah, I was never. afraid to ask for stuff. I was afraid to ask. I'm not gonna lie. Like when I was, I I'd be at places and I'd be like, can I just ask for LaCroix? But no, I didn't. And, and eventually, I did. Yeah, because you know yeah. that's not we're we're in practice, though. especially when yeah. you're at the bar and you're looking at the bartender and the bartender's like, oh, you just want sparkling water. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Don't be afraid to like advocate for yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, because at the end of the day, you're doing something that's you know for you, bettering yeah. yourself and serving you. So don't be afraid to. You know, if you want, honestly, if you want to be that person that's like, I'm sober, do it. <laughs> like, do whatever works. Sometimes you gotta and be. like, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, sometimes you have to. Um, I just like, I'm, I, my life really and my running changed when I decided to immerse myself in the community. And, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I mean, I never thought I'd be doing stuff like working with Jorge and Lucy and doing grocery run club and, you know, having our little run crew. Like, if I never had put myself out there. So, shout out um, to them. And I'm sorry, I don't mean to interrupt, but I got no, like helmet for a grocery run club and yeah. Lucy. So, cause mm-hmm. I know you talked about three run two, but like 
this other community that you're part of, like, would love to hear about that experience and how you, what you're doing. Yeah. Like, so grocery run club is a local nonprofit that provides fresh produce and also everyday necessities to underserved communities. And so, you know, Jorge and Lucy did their thing over the pandemic. They were just providing so much support for, um, you know, little village, Englewood, um, Lawndale and, eventually, you know, people were like, is this a run club? It's called grocery run club. Um, and they were like, no, we're going to do that eventually. So when, you know, it came around to like, okay, let's start, I add like fitness to one of the, like make that one of the pillars. Um, they reached out to me and I was like, uh, scared at first. I was like, am I really like set up to do this? I I don't know. I've only been, you know, going, you know, to your run crews and, <laughs> and all this stuff. I was scared. And then they were like, no, we were, you know, we've, I've been friends with them for years. So mm-hmm. they were like, we wouldn't want anyone else to help us with this. And we, you know, believe in you and we respect you and we love watching your journey. So I was honored for them to ask me to be a part of it. And I feel like we're still learning. We're still growing. Um, we're doing bi-monthly runs. We're making sure that we're holding ourselves accountable. And one of those things was also like, you know, putting up like, these are our save the dates we're going to make sure that this is a thing. And one of them always has to be at least quarterly, uh, a community to give back. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we are, we're not, you know, we want just people to come out, like come out how you are. Like, this is not about racing. This is not about, you know, showing off your fit, like, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. like this is about, you know, just moving with others. Um, and also supporting a local business because each time we have a run, we support like a local coffee shop or a juice bar or anything like that. Yeah. And it's usually black or Latino. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, we're, we're still growing. We're still figuring out what our next thing is. We'd like to do something fun for our, uh, one year anniversary, which is going to be in June. So, um, we're still trying to figure that out because that's mm-hmm. coming up pretty soon. Um, right. Nice. But yeah, it's, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. I feel like it's also helped me grow. I took like a, the RRCA coaching class or certification class just to like, I also wanted to geek out about running. Like I never thought like I would be so interested on like the physiology and like just mm-hmm. the coaching aspect of it. I don't know if I ever coach anybody, but I just wanted to have that knowledge too. So like when people hit me up, I knew what I was talking about a little bit or if like mm-hmm. somebody comes to the run club and they're like scared. I can mm-hmm. suggest this and like, yeah, it was just, it was more about being a resource. So mm-hmm. yeah. I love that. There we go. Well, thank you. Yeah. Thank you so thank much you for coming much. on. Yeah. I like, I definitely love seeing your journey on social. Um, what's your IG crystal dot Rosales. Yeah. Very boring. But. Uh, no, that's your name. <laughs> right. That's you. That's who you are. IG because I'm like, because you know, people they have their alias, and then they start calling them by their alias, and they're like, actually, my name is this, and that's like, yeah. My my username, my (laughs) username used to be something else that I had for years and years, and I was like, you know what, I'm starting to do certain things. I think I need to change it to something else. Yeah, (laughs) I remember it. I remember it. I was talking about it earlier. I was like, what was her joint? It was. It was. It was Max. But at first, we was trying to everybody like murder. <laughs> like, <so laughs> cool. we, had, we had to grow up. We had to grow up. So. Right. Yes, yes. Killing yeah, these couple so of chicos much. now. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
So thank you so much um, for having me. Yes, um, we really do appreciate it. And um, I'm sure our guests will really appreciate this conversation. Make sure to follow Crystal. That's with a C, okay? Um, Regular. You know, that's, that's why I have to tell people when they ask me, oh, Courtney? I'm like, yeah, with a C, okay? <laughs> the Kardashians ruined everything. Um, <laughs> so, but yeah, make sure to follow y'all, um, Crystal, and support uh, Grocery Run Club. Through there, you will find Jorge and Lucy. Three Run Two be out here. You'll see Crystal there. Um, so yeah, I'd, thank you. I'd be every. I'd be everywhere. I would try to. Yeah. I try to support everybody. Yeah. Um, I always want to make sure because I know that you know you got to support if you want others to support. You know, right. this is we we got to be ready to be like this. So yeah, yeah. This is true. This is true. I got to come with that to a Three Run Two joint. I never been to a Three Run Two run. It'd be, it'd be, it'd be, it'd be packed. Maybe it'd be. Yeah. Yeah, you, guys, you guys are thick. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. We'll be. And we're back. And we had, the, I feel like that conversation with Crystal was great. I really enjoyed Crystal's energy. Like she's lit. I, I also, I forgot to ask her about her dog, her chihuahua. Ah, oh, yeah, she had mentioned it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The dog uh, deserves his own like Instagram. Yeah. Like, he is, yeah, the dog is hilarious. Yeah, I mean, when you follow her, you're gonna see the Chihuahua. You're also gonna see her stare, uh, her her photos in the stairwell. You know, she got that <laughs> popping off in um the pandemic, like she said. But she she's fly. She, yes, she be putting outfits together. You already know. So if 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 yeah. if you don't know. We will remind you. You can see, you can listen to us anywhere you listen to your podcast, right. but you can also now watch us on YouTube. You can go to the, the Runners Club podcast on YouTube, subscribe, like, watch, get all of that like Crystal do, throw it up on the uh on the flat screen in the living room, pop it up on your tablet while you're sitting there doing your work. Whatever it is, but go ahead and get these visuals because you, you don't want to miss out. Okay, the right. do rag is no. velvet. I mean, what are we doing? What are we doing? The do rag is velvet. The personalities <laughs> are popping. Like the melanin is vibrant. Like just come on and subscribe. You know, what I mean? if you're not subscribed to the podcast, make sure you do that. Subscribe to the YouTube. You know, what I mean, go to our IG Runners Club podcast. No the in the front. We got to figure that out when. <laughs> Because we got some of those and some non so. it's, it's, um, it's a lot. They be like, it's a lot of letters, my nigga. It's a lot of characters. Yeah. So you got to chill. But like Courtney said, if, if you are rate. all of that, like do all of that, <laughs> rating the podcast at this point is the most helpful uh-huh. and supportive thing that you can do. It is just as important as every Kiss single play. Go ahead, give us some stars. Yeah. We need the, the stars because we're trying to elevate. We're trying to do we more. We're trying to get bigger guests. You feel me? Just move on. Yeah. We're trying to get all, all, all up here. All, all the things. All of it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have much more. I need to, I made some coffee for this podcast and we started talking. I never poured a cup. So I'm, oh, I, it's just, I've been looking high. at it. It's like, it's right like calling there. your name. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, I'm here. Right. I got that chocolate chocolate for you. Right. You kind of put some cream in it or? Mm, you know? Nah. Like creamer? Mm-mm, mm-mm. I like it black. There we go. I like it black. I like mine with Oatly. Oatly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thanks again, y'all, for uh, joining us. 
at the Rudder Club Podcast. Thank you, love y'all, podcast. <laughs> we will be with you next week. All right, y'all. to yourself. Get your miles in. Peace. Peace. Thank you.